0: And welcome back, folks, to the next edition of Black Hoodie Alchemy. This is actually going to be the last episode of 2022. We're going to take a little bit of a break uh, to maybe three weeks. Listen, folks, I got two birthdays, uh, an anniversary, Christmas, and the New Year's coming up. So you're going to have to cut me a little bit of slack. You got 30 episodes to go check out uh at least half of them are closer to two hours than one hour so check that shit out um let's see i got some really good stuff for you you know i wanted to take a step back from all the the high-minded philosophy and you know just have a little bit of fun and uh tippy patson came back you know i guess he was really jazzed about uh the last talk he had on this show, uh, with my buddy, Justin Otto, uh, because unfortunately I was out, um, doing some Epic adventure type things. Uh, unfortunately this time I was also out, I was doing some even more Epic adventure type things. And, uh, thankfully good old Joe Roop was available. He was actually hanging out on the beach. Um, and so I gave him a call and I said, Hey man, Tippy, I think he's, like feeling manic right now or something. So I don't know. We should probably, if we want to do anything with him, we should probably record right now. You know, Uh, might as well. And Joe said, fuck it. Uh, Send him my way. I'll record it. And uh, we'll, we'll see what he's all fussy about. And he was actually, he was in a good mood. Uh, It was a lot of fun. He talked. um, He gave us his interpretations of revelations. Like he read from his uh, translations. Um, and he talks about some new recruits. How about that? Yeah. Uh, and speaking of people um, listening to things, um, before we get into the old Tippy Patson interview, don't forget, you can check out the first interview with Tippy, episode 14. Uh, but I just want to say thank you again. You know, this is the final episode of 2022. It's a little bit of a wrap up. And because it's the end of the year, um, I got a podcast Spotify wrapped of uh, of listeners listening to Black Hoodie Alchemy, which I wasn't expecting. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, and, you know, I'm not really one to go into numbers, uh, like the fine points and kind of like a, a bank account thing. I, I don't know if it's silly or not, but I was just kind of told you don't talk about those things. That's kind of how I was raised there. But that being said, I will say that I had a a reasonable but still fairly safe goal for the first 12 months of recording this for listeners because I'm just trying to have fun with this. But that being said, you know, my book is out there. I got a couple books out there. I've been doing guest spots for a couple years before this, you know, in one way or another, I've been doing this for quite some time. So if I had nobody listening, that would be a bummer. But I'm not even gunning for like any top positions. I'm just trying to do my thing and connect with the, you know, like minded heads out there. And um, I'm very pleased to say that that has been a success. You know, it's definitely been, uh, there's definitely been listeners out there. Um, Going back to my safe estimate for the year, we doubled that in nine months. And I took breaks still. You know, there's at least a solid four weeks in there with no releases. I think more, um, even though I, I think it was uh, pretty goddamn consistent, too, on the releases. So anyway, not only did we double that, you know, in only nine months' time, um, just listening, it, it was like 40 different countries, maybe like 35. And the the sharing, actually, in specific, uh, the data showed that y'all out there are sharing these episodes a lot and that's pretty goddamn cool i was not expecting that sometimes it's like pulling teeth to get people to share anything so you know again i'm just doing my thing up here and it seems like y'all listening out there really dig it and you you know want to share it with the other like-minded heads and so salute to all of you out there i really appreciate that and yeah i uh we'll we'll see where this goes right um but I can honestly say that we've already met minimum goals to just kind of keep this going, even if it just maintains itself as a passion project. There's been more than enough feedback and reciprocity. And uh, that in mind, too, I also wanted to give um, a quick shout out to so many of the musicians that I've been able to play on this show. Um, I don't even have a list in front of me, but we're going to go through them real quick. See, um, of course, Babylon War Child. Consisting of um, Legitimate and Unknown Misery, KDB, Rumpelstilts, um, producer there. Who else we got? Yumong and uh, producer, BBZ, Darny, D-Rev, X1, Technician, Epidemic. Who else we got on there? Jesse James, Archaeologists. We've also had um, some guests with some dope music on here, like AP Strange, Keats Ross, and Bob Antone. Uh, don't forget my homie Jungle Dolphin and New Voodoo. Um, Dream Tech, Kickback. There might be a couple more producers in there. Um, oh, yeah, The Liberators, Self, The Bluest Eye. There will be a couple names I'm probably missing, but everyone on here um, has allowed me to play their music. Rex Sessions. Um, and it's just it, – it's been – really rewarding just to be able to play the music, the underground music I love so much. And because that's just how the underground goes, a lot of times people just put out their art and say, fuck the rest, uh, just come what may. And a lot of this music I'm playing is really under celebrated. Um, So to be able to kind of just push it out a little further to an audience that seems to really enjoy it um as i've gotten a lot of great feedback about the music that i've played on here so you know just thank you to all the artists um thank you to the people appreciating the artists out there because you know the hip hop underground hip hop is something that has really shaped me over time you know from a young age and i was lucky enough and i think just kind of had this lean in general towards conscious rap i was lucky enough to really gravitate towards that and as you could tell i like that that dirty, grimy kind of uh, you know, street entrenched rap. I hesitate to say gangster, but you know, thereabouts, uh, but with the conscious mindset, because I'm not all about constant positive vibes, but I am about doing the right thing even under hard circumstances and protecting yourself and your loved ones and and staying conscious all the while, you know, keeping peace in mind at the forefront. So anyway. Thanks to everybody, seriously. This has been a hell of a time. We're going to keep it up. I'm going to come back at the new year. You know, at the latest, even if there's holdups, I'll be back by the 9th. should be sooner than that. But in any case, without further ado, here's uh, Joe Root from Lighting the Void, you know, creator of the Fringe FM, interviewing good old Tippy Patson, redneck mystic extraordinaire. I hope you enjoy it.
1: hey what's up y'all this is a little different because i was walking back from the beach and i know i do everything in the studio and on the mic but uh i'm got word that I could contact uh, Tippy the redneck. And if you hadn't heard Tippy the redneck, obviously you, you're living under a cave and you hadn't heard black hoodie alchemy. So, uh, I thought, you know, maybe I could talk to Anthony first before I did this, but Anthony is out somewhere, uh, doing one of his little mystery investigations. And I'm sure it's going to be pretty fucking awesome, whatever it is, but Tippy still wants to talk. And I think this is an epic opportunity because we're both Southern. We're both rednecks. So, uh, yeah, welcome to Lighting the Void, man.
2: Yeah, well, uh, thank you very much, man. Uh, uh, Mr. Joseph Rupert, I, uh, you know, I was just feeling like uh, after a follow-up, I needed a follow-up uh, after being on Black Hooded Alchemy um, and talking with uh, Mr. Justin Otto, um, It, you know, especially at the end of it, um, we were talking about my League of Extraordinary Gentlemen and how we, uh, we've we been hunting uh, gators out in the Everglades because them gators, and I know it might be controversial to some people, but you could go to my website, uh edu forward slash backslash dot com and you can find the lowdown. But uh these Illuminati uh, politicians, uh, the geopolitical people, uh, <laughs> they are um they are actually covertly the reason we can't catch them is because these uh uh, reptilian shapeshifters and they're going out into the Everglades and they're hanging out with their families and like having a good old time covertly. So, and my buddy Bayou Jones, he got lost out in the Everglades once and he had to forage for food and he found some mushrooms. I think they were chaga mushrooms. Um, and he ended up finding a way to communicate with them alligators out there and he found out that they were Illuminatis. So, so we were going out there and hunting them. And at the end of uh the, the episode where I spoke with Justin Auto, um, Uh, We 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 urged people to go to my website and sign the legal waivers saying that we're not liable for anything that should happen to you in the Everglades and come help us uh, save humankind and catch these Illuminati alligators. And uh, and uh, I just like to say I'm very pleased to announce that uh, I have four new recruits. Um, You got people actually following you doing this stuff? yeah well especially since the uh the press from that black hoodie alchemy episode um I, I i have four people contact me and they came out uh to bayou jones i met them out at Bayou jones's cabin out in the everglades and we we uh this is the thing is before so we did some training with them we had them like go through the swamps and like um find their inner gator and and uh, different things like that and the final initiation the final thing you got to go through is you gotta eat the chag of mushrooms that uh that uh bio jones picks and and see all and, and then you gotta let the mushrooms give you your, your 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 superhero name for this league of extraordinary gentlemen that's that you know is gonna save so many people and see you and, 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 and so these these four recruits they came up with some pretty sweet nicknames that they got from the mushrooms. I have I'm pleased to announce Silverback Commando Apex Monsoon, Muscle Tornado, and this one I'm not so excited about, but it's a Jefferson Tittlewinker. Um, <laughs> you're laughing, and I understand why. That's why we're not too jazzed about this one. It's, but the, the, he said that the mushroom gave him this name, and he's very adamant about it. Um, and it just—I've uh, already invested. So you're
1: going down to the Everglades, Tippy. To find yeah. reptilian shape shifting gator people,
2: yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, and no, I'm, I'm having a hard time with this. Well, it's not so far fetched, man. I mean, we already know. I right? just look in the book of Revelations; it's all there. Um, <laughs> and I don't even really need to say more because if you don't understand that, then you, yeah. <laughs>
1: you really you, you understand it's, it's, the Bible. It, that's that's just a book, right? Just a book.
2: A book full of information.
3: <laughs>
2: <You're, it's> a, <laughs> I, I don't appreciate your tone. I'm trying not to get all worked up. Now. Well,
1: look, here's the thing, man. Like, I already have a hard enough time in this industry because I'm Southern, you know. Uh, uh, people think, re- you know, Southern boys, rednecks, I wear it proud, but they think we're all dumb. And I don't think you're helping them think otherwise. No offense or anything. All due respect, sir.
2: Well, I understand, and we're trying to have a good old conversation about this, and I appreciate you being so open and honest. So, um, you know, to maybe – so you understand some of my practices and where I'm coming from a bit and how I've trained some of these people uh, that I've met, Um, you know, I think you – you've ever heard of David Wilcock?
1: Yeah, he believes in
2: the blue bird people in space, yeah. Y- yes, sir, absolutely. And see, he also, I heard him say fairly recently that he, he'd been um, bathing in his own urine to get uh telepathic powers and communicate with angels. And uh and I just want you to know that I can attest to this. You know, I tried your urine. I tried it myself. I filled a whole bathtub full of my own urine and I'll done bathed in it. And and I and I communicated with the archangel Gabriel. He blew his, his horn and everything. Uh huh. Yeah. have oh, so mushrooms then too? No, no. See, it's just the fact that the urine is like it, it like gets all up in your pores, and and it, and it swims up into your brain, and it swells your brain, and it gets your brain all bigger. And uh-huh. and when your brain mass is bigger, you uh you suddenly become. Um, you had more more power to use your brain. It's all just basic science, Joseph.
1: And uh, I guess you're gonna charge four hundred dollars to go to your next event too.
2: Well, I mean, I don't really I wear a little bit more covert than that. Um, but if you want, you can also, anybody listening can sign the waiver at tippypatson.gov.edu dot edu forward slash backslash dot com. And you could come out here and hunt with us in the Everglades. And it's a, it's a a pretty hootin' time, let me tell you. Oh my God, dude. Like, I don't even
1: know what to say right now. Like, I'm usually I'm usually a person that that is pretty nice to everybody. But I gotta tell you, man, like this is some of the most ridiculous stuff I've ever heard. On my show anyways. But but I'm from Florida. I moved from Arkansas down to Florida. You know, I'd be willing to go down there and check it out to see it for myself if you if you if you were down for something like that. Although, you know, I'm going to be honest about what happens.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and I understand. And I'd love to see you sometime. Joe's over in Daytona. He's a beach boy and I, i'm into funiac spring here on the panhandle and um maybe you know one one of these times joe you could come out to the panhandle and uh you can come shoot uh gun targets with me uh with pictures of joe biden's face stapled on it it's a good old time boy we could bathe in our urine first and uh and we could uh talk to angels and we could go shoot us uh, uh some illuminati gators <laughs> <laughs> go shoot us some gators. So you got now you,
1: you understand that you have to get tagged. It's not easy to get gator tags, but I'm sure you know
2: people down there where you can get tags. You know, you're a good old boy, right? I don't play those kind of games. I haven't played any sort of tags since I was a youngin'. No, I'm I'm
1: talking about hunting tags. They're not easy to get. If you go down there and start shooting gators, you're poaching if you
2: don't have them. You realize that, right? Hunting tags. You mean people going out there and then tagging the, the animals it and then running and then the animals are actually coming in and, and tagging them
1: now let's no you know what let's just move on right so what what are you gonna when you find these Illuminati Gator people what's your next move I mean what are you gonna do
2: well what I've been doing lately is he I think uh, especially with the urine bathing and you're asking me what my next step is um, other than just the fact that we've been wrestling them in the mud and then killing them and then we've been grilling them up all good um um in the in the grand scheme of things you see uh I, I also brought up in the last episode uh where i was here uh the lineage of my family you see i come like i said from a line of tips uh Tipathy and Tipathia. and you see my daddy Tipathy out there on the farm um he uh he showed me you know how uh like People like to do divinations in like mirrors and crystal balls back way back in the day. They do uh divination from like they would cut open chickens and like look at their innards and stuff. They'd even do that Um like thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago. Well, my daddy, he actually uh, he figured out how to do divination through scat. <laughs> like animal. So faces. you're
1: looking at bear shit.
2: Is that what you're telling me? It was mostly farm scat, but yeah. Um, <laughs> you see, uh, and we weren't we weren't gross about it. Now we'd let the scat dry, and then we'd go at it with a fire poker or a stick. <laughs> but the thing is, when the see it, the the animal is like a totem for the cosmos, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, when it when it when it when it scats, it uh, it has like a sacred geometry to it. Um, it's like really a pi phi ratio. It's a, it's a, a circle. Yeah, it just goes circular forever and ever. Um, and 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 when you look at it dry and you you poke at it with a stick or a fire poker, um, you end up finding if you know how to read it right, you can actually find buried treasure.
1: So you're and, sifting around in animal shit, divining things from God, looking for a buried treasure
2: yeah absolutely doing but the could, force work you, out there
1: were you dropped on your head as a child or did you eat paint chips as a kid or just curious
2: uh I don't know if that as if that'd make a difference anyway of course, who hasn't done either of those things <laughs> I'm just
1: well uh but you know here's the thing like here's the thing I don't know if I should take this serious or not man. Because frankly, like I said, I'm a little I'm a little offended. You know how hard it is to go around and try to like I've had some experiences myself, but they're, they actually happened, you know, and I'm trying to explain them as a southern guy. And I know how I sound. And then I hear you get on there talking about poking bear, poking bear shit and drinking Mountain Dew and all this other stuff. Do you realize that you realize how you sound? That's all I'm saying.
2: Well, I get it. But if I was afraid, um, then no one would have any of this information. And I think this is important information to get out to the public. And so, but before I forget answer to answer your question about what I'm going to do about these gators in the long run, it's all for the scat to decide. It's scat scrying. You know so what, what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, scrying. I was going to say that yeah, because that's what it really is. So what do you look for in the scat? I mean, can you give me an example? Like what the hell tells you what's what? Or you just poke it
2: with a stick? Well, uh, I can't give away all my secrets now. But uh, suffice it to say that uh, um, I'm looking for uh, aspects of... um, um, Corn? uh, Yeah, well, this corn is very symbolic. See, the things that you find in the scat... Are highly symbolic, and there'll be indicators of certain things, but mostly the sacred geometry of the folds and the way that the scat has settled. Um, it uh, it it denotes an angelic language, kind of like what John D. and uh, Old Eddie Kelly were doing. Uh huh. Yeah. So you're talking to angels through animal shit. That's amazing, man. To me, yeah, I know. And, and urine and urine. Don't forget that. And urine, yeah. So,
1: so all of this is in the book of Revelation.
2: Yeah, yeah. And uh, a lot of that has to do with Henry Ford, like I also talked about in the last episode, how he's like, uh, or like a uh, he is Jesus and Buddha and Osiris, and he is basically like a uh, multi-dimensional time traveler, and it's a whole thing. Like Detroit is you're the, talking about the, the that built Ford Motors. Yeah, in Detroit people don't know. The Mormons think that the cradle of civilization is here in America. And they're close, but they're I think it's more like Kansas or something where they're saying, and it's actually Detroit. Um you, you know yeah. Fords are overpriced pieces of shit, right? God damn you don't <sighs> I saw I where I still like well, I'm each sorry, all, I'm but... a
1: Chevy guy. I'm a Chevy guy. Actually I'm Mopar now because I used to sell Mopar. You can shut the door on those things, and it's not on a truck, a Mopar, Dodge. You can shut the door, it's fine. You know,
2: when you shut the door on a Ford, the whole thing rattles like a can, right? Oh, but it, you know, when that happens, um, I kind of like to just imagine that uh, uh, it's a transformer about to transform, and yeah, it's, pre- it's pretty cool, but it'll least, piss you off, you know. So, yeah, I mean, to each their own, but just so you know, if you're not buying a Ford, you're not. Uh, Going to be saved by our Lord and Savior Henry Ford when he yeah. comes back. I'll, I'll look into that. Yeah, uh, and see a lot of this was founded on top of the the scat scrying um, by my father Tipothy. Um and and see back in the day, um, uh, you, you know, and we do a lot of the, of our meditations up at Bama Henge. I don't know if you ever been to Bama Henge, but it's a fiberglass replica of stonehenge out there um on the border of uh, florida and alabama and this is true um and there's also dinosaurs hiding in the woods and it's a it's a good old time and so we go out there sometimes and um and and see my father uh he started doing this thing uh like a meeting a group of people they'd come out there and uh and uh they called themselves the uh the uh, the holy flaming tabernacle of Lazarus's uh, last will and final scat divination testament of the end of the apocalypse of the future to pass one day, and that's what they called themselves. And, uh, oh and God, and uh, they would go. Oh, out sorry, there. my head just started hurting for some reason. Go hey, ahead. It's all it's all right. I understand. It's a lot of information to take in at once. And they, right, they, right. they'd go out there at night at the uh, fiberglass uh, Stonehenge. And they they do all their scrying um um with their feces, but see they didn't do use urine back in the day. Um, that was something that I've recently discovered through David Wilcott, and um and, and then they would uh, go for hunt for buried treasure, and they find some buried treasure. And he found um, all this
1: information through David Wil. Now that I can believe, I do believe that.
2: No, uh, just the urine part. Everything else came from my my father, and see, and but it wasn't my grandfather. My grandfather was a great man, um, but he he didn't found any of the uh, holy flame and tabernacle of Lazarus's last will and final scat divination, uh, testament of the end of the apocalypse of the future, the past one day. Um, of was actually he was a bit more, um, eclectic. You see, and uh, uh, he Can I actually ask
1: you a personal question
2: sure, sure.
1: You, you you have any problems in the dating world um are you married
2: i am not married at the moment no it's been pretty cool you know now i've just uh i've been um seeing ladies and um bringing them to my farm and uh um of lizards oh i'm not even gonna comment on that one but you know the ladies like old tippy let me just leave it at that
1: well Um, i was listening to your you know the reason i wanted to talk to you because you're you're talking about the kabbalah and a lot of esoteric stuff you seem to know what you're talking about but you mentioned that the oracle's delphi was a lot lizard i'm wondering how you came up with that information
2: oh well i mean that that segues is pretty good there into uh revelations here soon but it all comes from revelations um not not exclusively but we could yeah. find well comparative religion we find aspects of henry ford and american trucker culture all throughout time and space but um we could find it most concretely and uh and put very well in revelation um and th- <laughs> I'm sorry go ahead you see i just i've I've been talking about my family history a little bit and i just wanted to say that uh some of my inspiration not only does it come from my my father uh uh from my daddy uh tippity you know uh but tippity my grandfather he uh he you see he was a bit more eclectic and um he didn't form like a, a a group of people what he did instead was uh he actually went out there in the wilderness, um, in deep in Alabama. And, um, he, uh, he, he spent 17 whole years attempting to see if, a a man could truly become a horse. Um, and it's 17 whole years, that's dedication, boy, I'll tell you what, that's, that's a, John Wick dedication that you can't even dang old imagine. um, uh, uh, but unfortunately, after those 17 years, he uh, he figured out that you could not, that a man could not become a horse, no matter how hard he tried. Oh, it's
1: got to be disappointing,
2: yeah. But he learned a lot. I'll tell you what, boy. Damn. Now, that did that, that come out of revelations? I wonder, potentially. I mean, there's a lot in revelations that we all uh, don't understand yet.
0: And don't worry, folks, that's actually not the end of the interview. We just have to go into a commercial break. We'll be right back with more Tippy and Joe right after this.
3: Listen. As we explore the mysteries of the universe, the unknown, high strangeness, consciousness, and our human potential, Lighting the Void is an
4: eclectic program that strives to ignite the late night with stimulating conversations. Join us on The Fringe FM. People are having paranormal experiences with ghosts, demons, shadow people, dogmen, Bigfoot, and more. Their stories need to be told, and they are being told. Dark Waters, the renowned storyteller, invites you to join at imdarkwaters.com. For just a few dollars a month, you can listen to some of the most hair-raising and compelling stories on the planet. You'll have access to real-life stories told by Dark Waters, thousands of hours of content. Their encounters are being told and told by the best at imdarkwaters.com. Listen to stories like The Rabbit Man, The Dogman Encounter in Silas, Alabama, The Man with No Face, The Other Woman, A Day Ahead of the Devil, Dogman Murder in Hurricane Ida, Even a story of someone trying to kill a dogman. Louisiana water demon stories. Sign up today and become a member at imdarkwaters.com. That's imdarkwaters.com.
3: The Natural Born Alchemist podcast is a podcast that covers topics like alchemy, shamanism, psychedelics, anarchism and philosophy. Join Alex that's me, and a multitude of guests on a quest to discover the nature of reality, of spirit and of consciousness. Each episode will also introduce you to new music that you might never have heard before. You can find the podcast on most platforms. Simply search for Natural Born Alchemist or go directly to naturalbornalchemist.com. There you'll be able to find all the social media links as well. Freedom is in the
4: mind. Musicians experience a lot of frustration with music marketing and promotion. They have no idea how to get their music heard. And they're spending hours sending emails, making phone calls, and hitting up their friends to promote them. With our industry-powered digital marketing platform, we can set up your media plan in minutes. Our team will automatically distribute your music across all the best channels, so you can focus on actually making the music. Submit your music today on our website at mymusicpromoter.com. That's mymusicpromoter.com.
5: Yeah, it is uh,
2: but uh l- let me go ahead and read you this. You see, because I was talking with Daniel Justin Auto, and uh I was telling him that trans uh translating revelations properly and the whole Bible is uh is a bit of an undertaking let me tell you what um and so i've done my own translations and i just want to read them to you joe root because and this is mostly i've been in really enjoying the conversation we had today uh but this is why i wanted uh to to uh i was so willing to talk with you because i didn't get the chance to read any of uh, my translations or revelations last time I was on the show. So uh, here it is. Uh, I think it's going to be pretty a pretty big uh, revelation for you, Joseph Rupert.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> well, look at that Look how that works. Okay. All right. Well, tell me what it's about. Let's hear this. All right.
2: <laughs> Sorry, I just had a little bit of Mountain Dew there. Um, uh-huh. Behold. Here here goes. Behold. I'm making all things do. Also, he said, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. They shall hunger for propane and propane accessories no more. Neither thirst anymore. Wait, what? Propane?
1: I'm, I got the King James version here. I don't I don't see propane anywhere in them. What, what version are you reading from? Is, it, is, uh, um, is this, this the this new is... international version, or is this the new... Southern version.
2: Now, listen here, Joe. This is my own translation after years of sweat oh, okay. and labor. This is the proper translation that most people don't understand. Okay? So, uh, let me hear you. Uh, l- let's go a little further. Uh, they shall hunger for propane and propane accessories no more. Neither thirst anymore. The Ford shall not strike them, nor any scorching meat on the Sunday game day grill. Uh, for the bud in the midst of the throne will be their lie and he will guide them to the springs of hops, and God will wipe away every single tear from their eyes. Uh-huh. And, I, and I saw when the lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder like cracking open a real cold one. And I saw, and behold, a red-headed dragon, and that he sat on him and had a bow, and Detroit, Michigan, was given unto him, and he went forth conquering, and to conquer and uh, when he had opened the second seal, he had the second beast say, "Come and hit this. It's okay, Joe. I know this is this is alarming information. I'm shook up. Yeah. Um. So another horse with flames painted all the way down its sides, going almost 200 miles an hour on the racetrack, and uh, and power was given to him that sat there on uh, that horse to take propane and propane accessories from the earth that they should grill another and they're giving unto him a great factory in the city of detroit uh in which thine holiness put his fossil fuels into god's greatest trucks ever dang made um and and, uh, and when he had opened the third seal um i saw i saw the third beast mean mug me something fierce i'll tell you what and I beheld, and I low-sucked it down, Pop, and he sat down on him and had a pair of fuzzy dice in one hand and a slim jim in his other hand, and I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts say a measure of wheat for a penny, and, uh, and three measures of barley for a penny, and uh, and see thou hurt no oil or propane or gasoline and the deciduous bud light in Mountain Dew.
1: That would probably explain like why we went to war,
2: so we could take make sure that none of that stuff went away oh exactly you're really getting it now joseph um and uh and see and when he had opened the fourth seal i heard the voice of the fourth beast say come and lick my balls and i looked and beheld a real dang old pale (laughs) horse a pale red-headed horse and that name um uh, sat on him Uh, was henry motherfucking ford uh stomping (laughs) out all evildoers and asshole beasts and hell followed with him. And for anyone that follows Elon Musk in a path of electrical free energy Mm. and and fossil fuel power was given unto them over the four uh, parts of the earth to kill with swords and propane tanks and with hunger and the death eaters just like in Harry Potter for real. And with the darkest of all pale ales, um, and, and the heaven departed as a pouch of tobacco when it's rolled together. And every mountain and island were moved out of their places like someone uh, smoothing out, you know, all that tobacco and that rolly cigarette before licking it all good. And then the kings of earth and all its combustible fuels and alcohols and the great men and the rich men and the chief of captains and the mighty men and every bondman and every free man. <laughs> They all hid themselves in the dews and in the rock and roll of the mountains and said to the mountain dew and rock and roll, uh, lay it on me, brother, some righteous Skinner solos and hide us from the, uh, him that sitteth on the throne of party killers and uh, the jerks that don't let people smoke indoors and from the wrath of the Ford. For the great day of his wrath is come, and who shall be able to dang all do holiest of keg standing, my brother? Answer me that, Joseph, and that's it. Listen, you don't have any children, do you? Uh, no, no, only spiritually. What 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 does that mean? That means that uh, all my people, all all my recruits and things, these are all my children, and um, I take care of them. How many? Wait, are you talking about your flock? Yeah, that is indeed correct.
1: Now you've seen what happened to Waco. You you you're not trying to sleep with everybody's wife or anything, are you?
2: No, no, um. I saved myself for the divine and uh lot lizard oracles.
1: The lot lizard
2: oracles, really.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that's gonna be worth saving yourself for. Yeah. Yeah. I mean there we have some nowadays, I think, for sure. I'm sure you'll find them.
2: Where? See, I go to the trucker stops. I'm a trucker. <laughs> I'm a I'm a real trucker, but I ain't find none and when I go around I see women I think that they might be and I go up to them and I give them money and they're just like, I, I don't know I don't know about this one well, or oh, maybe God. you should
1: take them on some dates and spend some money and like make it look all formal you know it's still just money but you know like try try to be a little bit more delicate uh and put on a front and just you know like go go out on a series of dates that I, I think you might be insulting them
2: you know what i mean yeah um you think that it might be insulting if i just walk up to a woman that might look like a lot lizard and offer her money for sex you think that might not be the right approach
1: yeah that's probably a bad approach i think you'd be better off uh you know taking your money and dividing it into maybe you know four parts and go on four dates you know actually feel like and for and i don't really think they like being called lot lizards even though i'm sure some of them are but you understand what i'm saying why wouldn't they like that <laughs> i don't know what is what is what did your dad teach you what did tippy or tip teach you about this
2: uh my daddy he uh he taught me dang old dad uh you know just sure. to uh to whenever we have a dang old problem or a, a situation that needs resolving we go to the
1: uh the scat. Oh, so maybe you should consult the scat
2: then on this one. <laughs> I, you're dang old Joseph, you're right, man. I probably should. That's a good old idea. Um, but listen here, man. What do you think about? Um, you see, I came on the program and uh I was talking about Elon Musk and how this is a dang old bad boy, and not in a good way either. Let me tell you what. Um, and now he's dang old ruining Twitter what's up with that joseph is he uh he really is the antichrist
1: well you think i thought i thought you said the antichrist was bigfoot now it's elon musk
2: no see the uh, bigfoot is the holy spirit
1: that's right i get him confused i'm sorry it's It's okay okay. the holy spirit
2: and elon Elon musk is the the devil Yeah, well, he's uh, the devil and the antichrist. See, there, it's all—it's he's an agent of the devil. Uh, some people, there's a whole debate online amongst uh the community of of uh, of truthers out there that I'm a part seeker. of. Right? Yeah, and um, some people think he's the devil himself, and some people think he's the antichrist. But either way, he's an agent of the dang old devil.
1: Well, what you know, what we got to be careful about is, well, one that you're you're not pushing unnecessary fear with, uh, how do I say this, uh, unqualified information. You know, you don't want to have people all uh,
2: paranoid, right? Uh, well, I mean, uh, what uh, does that word even mean? Paranoid or unqualified? Uh, Both, actually.
1: Uh, well, unqualified simply means you don't know what the hell you're talking about.
2: Uh-huh. And what is a pair of boys? A pair of boys? What does that mean? Hello. Are you there? Hello. Yeah, I'm here. You said that a uh, pair of boys? What does that mean?
1: Paranoid just simply
2: means that
1: you're just afraid of everything right like you're someone's always out to get you hurt you take from you it's a really uh low spirit of lack and distrust
2: can can you uh answer me another question please
1: sure
2: uh since you're giving me definitions uh what what does this word mean and uh where does it come from I, i've heard people say it before uh super kind ch- of uh expialidocious
1: that word, <clears throat> yeah. Well, I uh, I hate to tell you this is going to upset you, but I believe that word comes from a movie called Mary Poppins. What? Yeah. Why did did, did you read it in Revelations?
2: <laughs> Not quite, but uh, I tell you what, when my uh when my granddaddy Tipithy was out there on his fifteenth year trying to be a horse uh, in a man's body, um, he uh. He saw the heavens open up to him, uh, and 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 angels with a bunch of beady little eyes come and descend, and they and they told him. They said, "Behold, uh, Tipperthaya Patson, uh, um, Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious," and uh, and then they poofed away. Uh-huh. It's a magical word, kind of like abracadabra.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, Abercrombie is a magic word, actually, but but I don't even know what to say, Tippy. This is a lot of information. Uh, how do I put this? Really mean.
2: Well, sure. it's okay. I think that we're friends now, so you know, <clears throat> even if you might hurt my feelings, it'll be a good conversation for the listeners uh, to to uh, to uh, have in their ear holes. I think you put. When yourself- you go
1: to research, I'm just. Can I ask you another question?
2: Yes, please.
1: Yeah, please do. When yeah. you go to research something. Uh, is it strictly
2: just revelations
1: in the scat and that's about it?
2: Just revelations in the scat? This is a life's work, boy. I don't know how much time you think it takes to just look at cow feces and poke it with a fire stick and, and translate revelations based on what you see in the dried feces. But it takes a lot of effort. And, I imagine um, it's a lot of Mountain Dews to keep up oh, that energy. Oh, so much, boy. You have no idea. Sometimes I do actually uh, mix the Bud lot and the Mountain Dew together just so I can get a two-for-one, you know, um, because I'm working real hard out there, and I need them both at once. I can't use both hands to be drinking both cans. I'm not a... I, I'm not a, a, a superhuman, daggum it, but dang old, let me tell you, um, um, I, i'm spending a lot of time um trying to decipher revelations and after that i'll probably move on to uh, who knows from here joseph uh i'll go do dang old genesis or friggin mm-hmm. old deuteronomy or 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 disguise the, the limits man i could do numbers Hell, uh, oh, have you ever read some
1: dr seuss books i would try those first
2: oh uh dr seuss the uh, i i know who you dang on talking about he's the guy that uh that uh that founded all uh archetypes uh, no 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 that's
1: that <laughs> that's not dr seuss that's carl young right i don't know what are you talking about archetypes are you talking about Campbell or Carl, I don't even know. I, I'm afraid to talk to you. I don't know what you're going to say now.
2: Well, you know, analytic psychology. What say. analytic psychology. Analytic yeah. psychology and the whole idea of, like, the introvert and the extrovert. That was all Dr. Seuss, man. Uh-huh. All right, so uh, let's just recap here because I don't know how much time we got.
1: Oh um, right. So the, the lot lizards have been around since the beginning of time.
2: Yeah, uh, and they're special. They're like oracles, all of them. Uh-huh.
1: I thought, well, the reason why I asked is because I was for sure thinking that you were going to say that the Oracle of Delphi was a lot lizard in the whore of Babylon, right? But that didn't happen, right? So you're actually looking forward to the lot lizards, and you're going to go down to Florida, and you're going to search for uh, fucking – my head is just spinning here. You're going to search for uh, gator people that are parts of the Illuminati with your cult – I'm sorry, with your flock –
2: it's a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen.
1: A League of Extraordinary Gentlemen who have all been initiated...
2: Oh, no. I lost
1: you. All been initiated by your interpretation of the Book of Revelation and Animal Scat.
2: Oh, uh, if uh, affirmative.
1: The Savior is Henry Ford. Look, um, <laughs> how, many, how many more yeah. of these interviews are you planning? Are you planning on, like, sticking around or- yeah
2: dang old, i reckon so man i'm gonna be out here in the everglades and uh with bob jones and randy Stimp and uh, uh muscle tornado and apex monsoon and um <laughs> uh dang old uh, jefferson uh tittlewinker and uh dang old uh uh, uh, uh samuel tallywacker
1: yeah
2: uh, silverback commando we might, you have a Samuel something one day. You never know. But <laughs> let me tell you, man, um, I, we're gonna be out here doing the Fords' work, uh, uh here out here in the Everglades, and uh, Fords' work. I say the Lord's work, right? No, no, the Ford's one and the same, brother. For the Ford, the Lord. We out here doing the Fords' work, and as long as there's a space. For us to come and talk about the things we feel like need to be talked about, we're dang going to be here, boy. Let me tell you what. Uh, I, well, that picked
1: a hell of a day to uh, – God, Anthony, where are you? And your buddies with Anthony. He knows Wait, you.
2: Well, yeah, obviously, I contacted him. I sent him a letter, and uh, he thought uh, – he didn't really understand what the heck I was talking about, so he invited me to just come on his show. Uh, but then he uh, he had to go do some mysteries again. This is it the second time he's had to go do mysteries? I understand he's a busy man. He sounds pretty freaking sweet, but uh, uh, yeah. So, uh, but so I never officially talked with the guy, but uh, we do know each other, and that's how I've been on the show twice now. Hmm.
1: So then I got the pleasure of interviewing you because Anthony. I'm gonna have to talk to Anthony.
2: Link up with him. Get back to him. And uh, you guys can uh, reconvene with me sometime. Maybe we could get some of my other dang old friends on the show.
1: Yeah, maybe. And I thought, you know, I was going to talk to you about the
2: Kabbalah and
1: stuff like that, but I'm afraid that we might want to hold off on that. Yeah, just for, I, got a, I got a feeling that's probably not a good idea to talk about right now
2: well we don't want to give people uh more than they can chew at once and we gave them a whole lot of information they're going to be one playing with their uh their urine and their feces a bit after this i tell you what so why don't we just go ahead and let them do that and then once they familiarize themselves with the tools of the trade uh we could talk about the kabbalah and uh the tree of life and uh and whatnot
1: Now, do you just curiosity do you think that uh ceremonial magicians and mystics and people of these types do you think they worship the devil
2: no no uh it's, but you see uh it's very complicated uh because um i am a christian uh but i do believe that henry ford is the uh the savior he's the son of god so it's a little bit open to interpretation um and i understand how people could come to different conclusions um so i don't think though those people are evil but i think that if you haven't accepted henry ford into your heart then you're probably going to going to hell or you're not going to be able to be reincarnated as a as a as a pretty cool guy you're going to be not that cool because you're, you don't have ford in your heart <clears throat>
1: okay well i'm probably gonna have to listen to this three or four more times before i interview you again just to make sure i got all this uh well that's fair uh, enough there jose my head is hurting for some reason i don't know why it's just killing me but
2: um you might need you to go know, bathe in some OPP. i'll look into it all right man that sounds, that sounds dang skippy to me <laughs> look into that and we'll uh we'll reconvene at a later time um um, and Joseph Rupert, I just want to say thank you, and I want to say thanks again to good dang old Justin Auto and Anthony Tyler. Um, y'all come out to the Phoenix Springs sometime and meet up with me. Um, I have it's kind of hard to find my house, but I have like, um, I, ha- I have like designated debris all around, like piled on the side of the road. So, like, you take a left at like the the burned out uh, little little tool shed. And then and you keep going until you see um a giant flag in in a black flag in the middle of the field. You know, you take a left there, and then there's a old there's an old car sitting on some cinder blocks and uh and a tire. There's some furniture outside. in the woods,
1: probably. Of course. Probably.
2: You know it, buddy. Um and uh but anyway, so I'll give you guys all them all them directions and you'll be able to find it just super easy. All right. Well, <laughs> Okay. All right. Thanks for coming on lighting the void. Uh, I appreciate it. Shoot. Really- thank you so much, Joseph Rupert. Uh it was a real pleasure and uh you just tickled me pink, boy. I tell you what, Dango. You're a swell guy. And we don't agree on everything, but you know what? You you it, it sounded like um with how many times you were laughing at me, um that um the information uh really hits you in a special way, and I appreciate that
1: yeah i think that you really helped uh the southern community
2: out in the truth field i, I really think you're <sighs> well thank you so much man uh yeah we'll, we'll talk more soon joseph you take care now and uh all, just all the listeners go to my website tippypatson.edu.gov forward slash backslash dot com and we can get your boobie out into them Everglade swamps yeah. <laughs> all right take care
3: I learned to do this at a young age Has shit to prove Spit the truest game Fluid flames Engulf your whole crew Peep the is Move insane Shifting on beats Peace to my peeps On concrete Rolling up in dark streets It's on till we eat Who want beef? Take a seat from the heat Fuck the beast The peace From out the park A release Part of my speech I'm just sick of all the problems I see At night on TV Can't watch Can't walk where they leech Most days I feel I need the riverbed Bed beneath of my feet That's nature's peace The son of man from out the matrix release Awake from the sleep The wolf whose nature takes from the sheep Farmers in peace I'm just down to just Build and just teach You can't count All the buildings to the children That these voices have reached Change the channel I'm still healing the weak Oh, should I just said please? Step to this mic on my feet, not knees. Spit this heat, got hit, got trees, got victories, 36 degrees. Live from the hell with a spit freeze. and freeze. he freeze going through these veins? Moving things like hurricanes, murder gangs, then burners bang. Shabak might rock, the rock my slang. Life hangs in the balance, blood spills from the chalice. A ghost just moving to bust the palace, busted malice, politicians cast corrupt corrupted balance. Corruption and balance, disrupt the minds of all who stuck in the balance.
0: Well, I hope y'all enjoyed that. I am <laughs> Kippy is quite the individual. He's not afraid to say what he means and uh, exactly what's on his mind. And I can respect that in a guy. He does say some crazy shit, though. One of these days, I'm going to have to set aside the awesome adventuring that I do and sit down with him. We'll have to figure that out. Hey, um, a sincere thanks to Justin Otto from the bottom of my heart. I could not have done these tippy episodes without him. He is an audio engineer wizard. Uh, I'm indebted to him. What a great guy. What a true friend. Um, bring in some fun shit to life. I'm not going to explain it any more than that. But I think if you're paying attention at all, you probably get what I'm talking about. <laughs> um. Anyway, so like I said, folks, that's going to be it for 2022. So soak it up. I'll be back more soon. Don't you worry. We got some guests lined up for the new year. Um, I am not even close to being out of steam. I figured I might as well bring this up at the end here. It's not really worth going into that much detail, especially since it's, you know, it's another headline and it will age quickly like anything else. This is a little historic, so I just want to at least bring it up. Uh, we can we can just talk about it for a couple of minutes and you can sit on it. <laughs> um Kanye West and Alex Jones. Am I right? What the fuck? What is going on? You know, by the time most people hear this, this is going to be pretty old news, you know, the further this episode sits out after release, but still, it's kind of historic. Um, Both of these dudes are terrible. Absolute trash at this point. You know, I remember back in the day, Um, I was never a diehard fan of Kanye, but I did respect uh, the, the skill and talent. And, you know, he had some good songs out there. Um, and Alex Jones was always crazier than Kanye. Uh, he, he always had to take a lot more grains of salt with him, but further back in the day, not as bad, still just as crazy and annoying, but there's a little bit of a nostalgia quality. I grew up with an, a great uncle, you know, so he was almost like a grandpa. Um. And I, I lived with him for a little while, and he was just—he's just a crazy, drunk, conservative Alaskan redneck. I love him though. Um, and he would just always listen to Alex Jones. Um, and this was way back in the day. At this point, so, and it, and it, Alex Jones annoyed me back then too. But there was just something sort of cartoonishly nostalgic about it. Um, but after Sandy Hook and the further things that come out, it's just snowballed much further and further as the years progress. Um, Kanye and Alex Jones, and now, you know, with Jones, we reached the apex with Sandy Hook and the lawsuits. Um, and he even admitted in court that what he was doing was entertainment. I mean, you could interpret that different ways, but essentially what he said is that he is drumming it up. You know, he's spinning it in his own way. So, but Kanye West, I'd like to say this too. Of all the things to age the most interestingly that I've said this last year, it's um, my comparison of Kanye West with Jordan Peterson. <laughs> yeah. Um, which doesn't quite hold the same kind of tone that it did when I said it at the beginning of the year or closer to the beginning uh at this point you know say what you will about old jp but kanye west making him look like a saint and yeah i know he goes by yay now but i'm not worried about getting sued like i didn't call snoop snoop lion either when that happened and i still call sean combs i just call him p diddy i don't give a shit okay (laughs) um so anyway um say what you will about jordan peterson uh, there's plenty to disagree with him on because he he became a sensational, you know, a little bit of a provocateur with the politics. Um, but even then, not a bigot, you know, nowhere on record. You might call him grumpy. You might even call him a douche, but he's just not a bigot. Um, he also, you know, has some really valuable things to say about analytic psychology and also for the record. There are quite a few young men out there that have gotten more into this mindset because of Jordan Peterson. That is not me. I was already deeply entrenched in this stuff with like almost about to put out. I was already about to put out my first book by the time Jordan Peterson even hit the scene. So. And yeah, when he did come out, I did look at, you know, I still tell people, you know, check out his biblical lectures because the analytic psychology part of it is pretty fascinating and useful, but just set aside the politics, you know, I don't think he should have gotten into that. And I think it did a disservice to himself and to the community of analytic psychology and to the people that appreciated his work, because now it's not just a conversation about psychology, it's all this politics and you know, for all the identity politics, quote unquote, that Jordan Peterson uh, railed against, he became one of the biggest poster people in identity politics. He just became a a more conservative identity for politics. Uh, and that's something that I cannot forgive him for. I mean, I'll let it go. Like, but that's, you know, Jordan Peterson is a very flawed character that I'm only going to go to bat for so much. But I will say that he's not a terrible person by any stretch. Uh, Kanye West. Uh, when I made that comparison, I was thinking like pro-Trump, um, pre-Info Wars Kanye, you know, where he was still very flawed. And I was making the comparison to say, how have we given Kanye so much slack? But Jordan Peterson uh, is just roasted alive. And now, you know, totally not applicable. Kanye West went on Alex Jones like some sort of, guys, I'm, if this was, I'm not making light of the situation at all. It was terrible, the things they said. Um, When you're making Alex Jones uncomfortable, some shit is going wrong on your broadcast. Alex Jones was really uncomfortable. I listened to the whole thing. Now, I'm not even trying to lie. I skimmed through it, but I listened to it from beginning to end, nursing that fast-forward button here and there. And I heard all the things that they said. I heard Alex Jones be uncomfortable. Uh, There's some things we'll get into uh, real quick, but I just want to say that this was funny. I'm not taking away from the horrors of what they said. It's terrible. But if you just keep in one hand, the weight of the ignorance and how terrible and horrific and also sad that the, this whole conversation was and then you keep in mind in the other hand just suspend the first hand and consider the humor it is, almost seems like an alternate reality where people just don't censor in the name of comedy and this is like some weird adult swim skit that alex jones and kanye west are putting on because it's just bonkers it's such a fever dream and i you know i hate to say go give alex jones views but if you have time to kill and you want a weird laugh um go check this out go actually listen to that show i've never heard anything like it it's pop culture history um you know there's moments where alex jones is like oh you have a weird nazi fetish kanye um you know, I don't know why you like Hitler so much. And Kanye is is like, not a fetish. I just really like Hitler, is what he's saying. Uh, and he clarifies it for everybody. He goes on tangents where he talks about how much he loves Hitler, and then he'll open up his Bible and feverishly scroll through the pages and and, and find some bible passages and read those with no segue or end and just kind of toss it back to alex he went to his phone at one point and read like 15 one-liners from some person and then just said all right back to you alex um what else man uh nick fuentes is terrible um and they he was the he was the mostly where i fast forwarded as i don't want to hear it's just just an idiot it's not even like I I care enough to hate him. I mean, I do hate him, but no active energy invested. Just what an what another dipshit, right? But Kanye, on the other hand, I just had to hear the words coming out of his mouth. Um, so anti Semitic, so actively pro neo Nazi. Um, and he's on some weird shit, right? Like, I've heard because and I've seen this before. And so, I mean, we we can't tell for sure unless. Kanye were to verbalize it but the he did a swastika with a jewish star and that's what got him banned off twitter uh so forth or at least suspended or whatever um and that apparently is the uh or it is and uh, presumably he was using it in this context that's the symbol for realism which is this um this offshoot cult in america that has to do with you know, it's like an ancient alien type thing. Um, and Kanye also clearly has some strong Black Hebrew Israelite roots, which uh, basically says that um, Black people, you can't even call them African Americans in this context, are, uh, are the the original Hebrew. And it's, it's sad uh, because there's a lot going on there in terms of feeling jaded as a community of people which I can only imagine, um, you know, because the, the black he- Hebrew Israelite thing is is tough. I mean, it's preposterous and insane, I and mean, these people are very hateful, but it's just another thing where it seems like a very clear reaction to so much hate coming at them. Uh, it's just another sickness of our society, you know, one of many, uh, just some of the, the many great side effects. Uh, but anyway... I can't believe, I yeah, Kanye, wow, wow, folks, um, never thought I'd see the day, and and now uh, tattoo artists are giving free redos on Kanye tattoos, it, I mean, this is like the biggest cancellation I've ever seen, and I don't think anyone, you know, it's one thing if um, someone seems kind of douchey, like, let's even make the example of H.P. Lovecraft. His family named their black cat when when H.P. Lovecraft, famous horror fiction author, was growing up the N-word. And this was in like early 20th century, but still not cool. And he was also f- pretty racist throughout his whole life. Uh, not cool at all. That makes him a douche. It makes him not a good person, not an evil person, but that's not good. Um, You know, because he never, if anything, it was a shut in. So. He just had terrible ideas. He wasn't going to picketing, you know, he wasn't an activist, Um, you know, and especially being at the time and place, we can't excuse it, but we can at least take his art and separate it from his terrible, outdated, um, ignorant viewpoints. We can't do that with Kanye. It's way too in our face. It's so extremely neo-Nazi it's just it ruins everything it's you know the only thing that would make this worse is if kanye had done some casting couch assaults on women if he had done that in conjunction with all this anti-semitic stuff oh my god i mean on top of all that he denied the holocaust and he's talking about running for president again Keep your eye on Kanye. Not that you're going to be able to look away because everyone's the whole media is going to transfix on it as it updates. But wow, that's all I can say. What a way to end the year. So, yeah, you know, I did most of my wrap up. I did most of my wrap ups at the beginning of the show, all my thank yous and all my time frames to give you. Thanks again to Justin Otto for all your help with Tippy. Um, And yeah, you know, happy holidays. If you're listening to this as it releases, I will... Miss y'all and I'll see you before too long Don't forget, I'm Anthony Tyler This is Black Hood Alchemy on the Fringe FM We'll see you next year It's about
5: that time I think it's time my team brings you up to speed We give us listeners what they need We do this shit one time Hexagon, yo I'm raw with the rhyme My man Tech, yeah he raw with the rhyme I think it's about that time So listen close guard and tell me what you did We're bringing that bad flavor to your ears We do this shit one time Hexagon, yo I'm raw with the rhyme My dog Tech, yeah he raw with rhyme don't get checked, yo. We're bringing it back, yo. The rappers are singing about slinging the crack blow. Oh, they're liable for catching the imminent smack, yo. They seem to be only for living the stack, though. bit deliver the last blow at your wax show, yo. The shit that I speak what is the nigga the cast roll. You pitiful face get clowned. Oh, you ridiculous bidders pretending you better than grace get down. I'm a tickerless okay. with ancient sound, niggas with the trace get found. Huh. Now, be allow me to break it down. You follow my odyssey, gotta be ready to take this crown. Because I'll be the hairless of in this repetitive business. I'm a veteran with this. You're bringing a negative rhetoric, huh. nigga. You better reflect Kids, We're better and intelligent witness. We're so we better instincts, from wackness. you wanna get sick bitch, practice, we map shit as vivid as an atlas, uh. I'm trying to depict this, with caskets, you want my hit list, the facts is, you ever get crisp piss, it's I think it's time my team brings you what? up to speak, we give what? up, what? listen, that's just what, what they need, you this shit what? one time, hexagon, yo, I'm raw with the rhyme, I'm uh. playing tech, uh. yeah, you raw with yeah. the rhyme, I think it's about that yeah. time, so listen, close guard and tell me what you did, What i with the rhyme. My tag, yeah, with the and check, by that yeah. time. I think it's time my team brings you up to speed. We give you listen, listeners the strength they need. We do this shit one time. Packs are gone, yo. I'm with the rhyme. My playing tag, yeah, roll with yeah. the rhyme. I think it's about that time. So listen close, guard, and tell me what you did. We're bringing that bad flavor to your ear. Do this shit one time. Packs one, yo. I'm raw with the rhyme. My dog tag, yeah, he roll with the rhyme. Don't get tagged, nigga. I know you're busy and all, but uh, and you know, I just wanna let you know, I got I got some really good material I'd like you to check out. You know, I be at the studio with Tay and them when they be up there recording, I gotta wait for them to get out of the booth and stuff. You know, I clean my back up and I really put together this really good album, man, and I would just love for somebody to check it out, man. You dig? It's some good stuff, man. So if you don't mind, man, check it out You can give me a couple bucks for it Or, you know, just to show some appreciation To a, to a brother that's been doing this uh, You know, my album, man Fourth Dimension On a piece of paper Check it out